Oh, I just noticed those pictures are missing. Yes, Mariah and Janet and Beyonce are all. All of the pictures above my computer, for those who can't see this right now, uh, have all been moved to the new place because we got the keys today. We moved to the new place. Yes, we got the keys today. So those boxes, I have several boxes that were here. They are all sitting in that new place right now. My whole desk here is empty. Oh my god! I know it's really I happening. I want to see the new place all empty. I know. And for you know, I love an empty. Place. I mean, you know when you'll see it next Sunday when we record this motherfucking podcast oh, that's in true. that room, and it'll be sort of empty. Yes, it'll be emptyish. Be... I mean, what will we have done in two days? I just can't believe. I mean, not to be one of those people, and this is a very Matt Steele thing of me to do. This is the last time we're recording the podcast in here. Well, bye. <laughs> You should be brokenhearted, bitch. We have a hundred and what, sixteen episodes? I'll be fine. Jesus Christ! You literally are like, oh no, it's been five years and six months since I moved to LA. Blah blah blah. You're not gonna miss the fact that I won't be living with you. I'll miss it, but you're the one that chose to do it. Oh so I mean, you you will be the one suffering the most, <laughs> darling. I just feel. If, as someone who commemorates literally every moment, and it's like nine years ago, like I tripped, it was crazy. I'm com- this feels like a moment that you should be commemorating, and I don't feel like you're doing a lot for it. I'm commemorating. I'm commemorating, commemor- but I'm not showing it. I'm like you. I've got to be an, an emotionless brick. That way, you're the one that feels guilty. I shouldn't feel guilty. You literally were like, yeah, I knew this was going to happen in January, so I don't feel guilty. But I want us to take note, take stock in the fact that things are changing. I should uh, You should feel guilty (laughs) (laughs) Great Okay perfect Welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. And another week has gone by. It's Matt Palmer's final week in our apartment. Yes, it's true. And I, it's, well, I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. And like, can we, I mean, not to put a person who's not on this podcast on blast, can we say? We can say. That they're has been a replacement. There's been a replacement <laughs> of Matt Palmer. And I, we won't say his name. I mean, it's a common name, but whatever. <laughs> we, <laughs> we'll say. We can say his name. Can we say his name? Uh, I don't know, can we? I don't know. Let me you t- say it. It's let your me, roommate. Let me text him and right, be like, can them. I say your name? Daniel. Oh, you can text him. So I know, it's a Daniel. Daniel's moving in. Daniel yes. is straight. Daniel is <laughs> straight. And also. And also. A minister. <laughs> So Matt Steele's like, oh God, can I curse around him? I'm like, I really don't know. I'm scared. You'll be what if fine. I what if I sin in front of him? I mean, I, he knows fun. you're a homosexual, so you've already started. <laughs> yes, everyone, don't worry. He's very cool with me being a homosexual. Yes. I actually found him through a homosexual friend of mine yes. who is currently living with him at the moment. Perfect. So he loves the gays. He's but he's from the South, like you. He's from the South. He's from oh, New Orleans. Oh, he's from New Orleans. He's from New Orleans. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Uh, I've New Orleans? been as a, like a very young child, but I've not been as an adult. I want to go back. It seems like a cool place. Well, you should go. We'll go you visit should. Daniel's parents. Exactly. I'm sure they'd I'm love sh- to have I'm me. I'm sure they're very nice. But no, I, so Daniel is very, very nice. Matt yes. Palmer met him for a little bit. He He's nice. so sweet. He's a sweetie. So sweet. Super cool. Is he going to be like when we're squawking in here about Adele in a week? Like, mm-hmm. is he going to be like, what the fuck is this? Or like, does he know what two gay mats is? Like, do we know anything like that? Uh, yes and yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he will be like, what the fuck is this? But also like, he should be down for Adele. I but, know, but like, he's, like, he's a human being with a pulse. He does, should be excited for Adele Does he know well. that we do this? Yes or no? Oh, he absolutely knows that we do Perfect. this. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. So I don't know. I consider this a bit of an upgrade. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, are we, I said, 
Imagine hearing how rude Matt listen, Steele is being in listen, my last week as roommates. Listen, Matt Palmer, you are so wonderful. And the last yeah. decade with you has just been such a delight. Can you believe it's how, been a decade? I mean, I, you know I don't like to acknowledge time. But, <laughs> oh my God, but Matt Palmer, when it comes to connections, yes. he's connected to God. Like, he is... <laughs> He is more connected than I think you will ever be. I mean, you know, I went to church as a child. I feel like God and I are cool. But he is the church. I mean, I don't, he's literally, he hasn't even started <laughs> seminary school yet, but like, I'm still, I have high hopes for him. He's the next Pope. I'm, I mean, he's not he's Catholic. Not Catholic but, but I feel like that would preclude him from that gig. I have high hopes for Daniel. I think, yes. I think he will be a wonderful minister. I'm sure he will. And a wonderful roommate. And breaking news as well. Matt Steele is taking over my room. Yes, ladies so, and gentlemen. Matt Steele is basically going to have a suite to himself. Because I don't know if you really get this from how we've talked about our whole living situation. But my, my bedroom used to be a uh, single apartment of its own. Yeah, like it used a to be a studio apartment. apartment. Like a small studio yeah. apartment, but still like an apartment. It's an apartment. Own. And like the fact that you're connected to a kitchen, like it's the best. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you're happy with your room now, but. Yeah, I love my room now. But yeah, you can just tell that um, this room used to be a studio apartment sure. and they kind of just like put a door like a, a hole. I mean, it's a very beautiful yes. doorway, but you know, it's so it's well done, but yes. they didn't just like knock a hole in the wall. No. But, um, and then you could tell they just connected it to a giant one bedroom right. next door right. and just made it a two bedroom, two bathroom. And honestly, and again, I am very excited for this move. We were just at the place today. It's going to be lovely to like be able to like, you know, really decorate a whole place and like blah, blah, blah. And like obviously living with Jackson's going to be lovely. The, the thing I'm going to be saddest about besides you or whatever. Thanks. The, <laughs> I mean, and maybe this is just my being a little princess, but like ever since we've lived together, I've had a giant bedroom. Oh. <laughs> and this bedroom is not that. <laughs> this is a, like, we're a part of an apartment and it's a normal size, like normal bedroom that people are used to in LA. And I'm like, wow, these walls sure are close. <laughs> okay. You have a, you have a, maybe a smaller bedroom, but yeah. like you also have another room yes. that is going to be like a whatever room. And so it won't be like well, a small cluttered room. No, All your no, stuff no. will be spread out. It will be. And yes, I realize that logically, but like emotionally, like mm. I realize I, there's a separate office, like where we do the podcast will be in a separate room from my bedroom, which is not the case now. So I get it. And then there's a guest bedroom where Jackson will have his desk and all of that. And there's like, you know, how many bathrooms areas. do you have? Just one. Oh, okay. I know. I haven't shared a bathroom in since forever. I lived in New York. Wow. And I'm like, does Jackson do something weird like this? He has long hair. Is it going to get like in the drain? Is that what happens with people with hair and stuff? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is all going to be news What's to me. What's it like to not have hair? It's great. I, it's just, like, oh, I, I just, just imagine you dry off so quickly. I mean, I dry. I mean, it's dry, and uh, you know, I just feel like I'm more worried about the drain. <laughs> Like is the drain Does your drain get filled with hair Well I mean that's why you have like a little catcher And then whenever I You like, have a catcher? Yeah I have like There's like a little hair catcher drain thing and In I, the drain? Uh, no like on top of the drain Like I put it over the drain When oh. I like wash my hair and everything So it catches it And like I lose a lot of hair Can you send day. me a link to that? I didn't know that was a uh, thing It that... came with the bathroom Oh okay Well I hope our bathroom has that Because I didn't know that was a thing Oh your bathroom might have it I you mean maybe check. it does or, I mean, My bathroom How now? would I your ba- I know your bathroom might I might have it uh, I just don't even know I just It's it's gonna be good It's very exciting It's a great step in our relationship Obviously But it's just gonna be different We've Nine years is a long time Nine years is a lifetime that is That's like Half oh. the time That of us growing up I know. As children I know crazy. That is literally like A little less than a third of our lives it's- <laughs> 
It's truly preposterous. I'm dead. And like we never got in real fights. I feel like I can think of one fight. That we were joke, you were joke fighting, but I had just woken up. Yes, so and I was like, I was not, fight. I was not aware that we were fighting until afterwards when Matt Palmer apologized to me, <laughs> and he was like, "I'm sorry for my part of the fight." And I was like, <laughs> "Wait, was this a real fight to the point where we have to apologize to each other?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sorry Jesus too, I guess." Uh, you know, I when I'm just waking up, I can't have that kind of stimuli around oh, oh, me. I fully, I know, I fully you understand. I understand, but that. I'm saying nine years. Bitchy gay men. Yeah, we could. There are no two gays that have lived better together. Than oh us. yeah, and you I know? mean, let's not get it twisted. Like I know I have annoyed you many times. I don't think it's been annoying. Honestly, I think half of it obviously is that we have the opposite schedule. Sure, I think I can think of very few times you've annoyed me. Honestly, I feel like I annoy you every day. I mean, only in like your normal annoying ways. But okay, not like, that, well, not that, like, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, but not yeah. like oh, it's you're living together, you're like cramping my style. Uh, not yeah, no, never like oh, I wish he would just disappear. No, like, no, 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 no. It's just like you know, you as a person, not you as a yeah. roommate. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I, it seems like a stressful week. You moving and everything. I've, yes. I've been looking for furniture online because wow. Matt, all of the like living room furniture and everything is Matt Palmer's yes. and all the kitchen furniture, but he's leaving that for me. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm like, I have to do the couch shopping mm. and the chair. Have you made the decisions? I've made the decisions. Did I have not, buy? I have not pressed buy yet because oh, okay. there are different websites that it's on mm. and it's like cheaper on different websites, but some websites it takes longer to ship. So I'm oh, like weighing okay. the pros and cons. I love it. You know, it takes me a long time to make a big purchase I, decision I, which I or a small purchase decision. <laughs> And I feel like your goal in LA was like, don't buy shit. Yes. Because you always just want to be like, I could move at any moment, which you still can do. It's not like you're buying a dog or yeah. something. But I just think it's a step. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a step. It is. I was going for a light blue couch. Okay. So, because I figure we have That's light cute. brown walls, like tan walls and white, uh, like baseboards and everything. Yeah. But I couldn't find a light blue couch that really worked. Mm. So this couch is teal. Ooh. Teal. Oh my god! Pop a color. Pop a color. I love it. And there were nice blue couches that I came across. Yes, but none that I felt really would really work in this Mm, apartment. Okay. All right. Or my bank account. (laughs) Understandable. Understandable. Yeah. I. Um, I'm wondering what we're going to do in our communal spaces because Jackson and I, again, have very different styles. Mm-hmm. He's more, uh, you know, he just he he's less um, West Elm Golden. Yes, of course. <laughs> you know, I have very specific style, but I feel like he has specific styles as well. But I feel like we can meet in the middle. Like we love a, a Spanish style moment. So okay. maybe things like that will be happening. CC. And I just feel like we have enough stuff between the two of us to like start out and have like things placed where they would be. We are um, borrowing a dining room table and chairs that his sister purchased but was just at his parents house because she her place doesn't have a dining room and so she's just waiting until she moves to a new place with a dining room to get it Mm -hmm. and so we kind of are borrowing it from her and whatever it was not it's a placeholder it's a placeholder but it also was nice but like the process today we were we went and drove to Jackson's parents house to pick up the table and we had to like kind of take it apart and I was very much like I don't want to take this thing apart. This is not ours. Mm. Like, I would rather, like, on the moving day when we have the movers, just have another stop at your parents' house. And Jack was like, no, we're Ooh. taking it apart. Ooh. And I was like, oh, God, here uh, we go. It luckily was fine. Okay. Um, he has to go back anyways because we're getting our refrigerator on Tuesday, and he's going to pick up the, like, part that he, that you know, that we removed from the 
most heavy part of the table. So it's going to be fine. But I just was like, if we if we fucked up that table, his sister, because his sister is like not thrilled that we're using it. Okay. <laughs> it was not portrayed to her in the best way when we asked, quote unquote. And so I she's I she doesn't love that this is happening in the first place. Oh, and so taking so, it apart is really exactly. I was I would, I feel, I would feel like feel we're like you. you know playing with fire here, but he was less nervous, and it did it seemed fine. So. And we've started the move, and I'm so glad we have the keys because now I have, you know, this again, this office desk is empty. The left side of all my storage area over there is empty. So I'm going to remove everything else that I can remove that's not furniture and try to drive it over there before actual move-in day so that it's as not stressful as possible. And it's just like, take these last few boxes and or the furniture and, like, let's go around the three-hour minimum window mm-hmm. and call it a day. God, moving is so awful. I am furious I that I have to, like, move my stuff from my bedroom <laughs> to your bedroom. Like, I'm That's so not. nervous about that. I'm just, like, uh, How I, are you nervous about that? I'm That's, just like, nervous. across the apartment. I know, but I'm just, like, scared that I'll, like, scratch the floor or something. Mm, I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But, you know. And so, and uh, Daniel is coming in to move his stuff in the Saturday after you Oh, eat. okay, good. And, and so I'm, like, oh. Is there going to be enough time for me to move all my stuff out and like mm. clean my bedroom, right. you know, and right. have it look nice and yes. everything? So, because I got to get in good with him. Remember, he's friends with God. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very I got to be a good roommate to him, or else he he can end me at any. Minute. I don't think that's like what ministers do. <laughs> they don't like end people they're not friends with. He'll be like, God, make make something bad happen, Matt Steele. <laughs> don't foresee if he that. Gets mad at me between you and Daniel, but again. This is a moment. I just want us to acknowledge that this is a moment, our last podcast in this apartment together as roommates. It's yeah. a moment. It's a moment. Okay. All right. Let's savor the moment. That, since we're savoring the moment, we should go on to the only thing bigger and more important than this that's happening in the world. <laughs> and if you're in certain cities on certain street corners, you'll see the letters or not letters, but numbers. 30. Oh my God. <laughs> Displayed because Adele is officially coming. Shit. I cannot believe. Well, okay. There was rumors earlier last week that I think like radio programmers had uh, tweeted something about how Adele was supposed to put out her single on last Friday. And so me and Matt, or like last week at some point. And so me and Matt were like, well, wait, is it the single? Is it the album? We were just literally next to our camcorder all week just in case something happened that we had to react to. It didn't happen, but after... I love how you called it a camcorder. Like, <laughs> like it was, it's 1994. You know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. video camera, I, whatever. I just, I just caught that and I was like, hmm, we're aging ourselves. Anyways, uh, there are now 30 billboards all over the world. Apparently they've been, they've popped up in cities such as Dubai and, well, not, well, Ireland is not a city, but I didn't write this. Whatever. Uh, prompting fans to believe that the title of Adele's fourth album is 30, obviously. Wow. Because 1921, 25, 30 is the age she was when she got divorced. Ooh. So. Uh, wow. Like 30 billboards saying, th- ooh, Taylor, 13 could never. I mean, I don't know that it's, I was, I assume it's 30 billboards with that sign up, but okay. I don't know that. I would assume. But speaking of Taylor, if anyone was confused as to whether Adele was coming, Taylor randomly on Friday was like, oh, by the way, the the red re-release is coming out a week earlier because we it'll be it'll be out for the the 13th because 13, 13, 13. Bitch, (laughs) (laughs) that does not make sense. Adele called you and was like, hey, if you want that number one, you should put it out. 
That's iconic. Just, iconic. Hey, love. Because <laughs> it's like. Do you want that number one? What other artist would call Taylor Swift and be like, you better watch out, bitch, because I'm coming. Oh, Nobody. Iconic. Iconic. I'm calling you. Like, if you decide to release something and I'm release something at the same time, I'm going to be like, hey, FYI. FYI. Girl. It's coming out the same day. And I'll be like, I don't care. It's a movie, not, a, not an album. Click. <laughs> uh, and so I'm very excited. Um, Red, all, I mean, Red. Taylor also in her tweet talking about Red's. Uh, date moving put some video emojis prompting the Swifties to think that maybe there is an all too well video coming oh my god which would be (laughs) oh my god but also like okay and I assume it would be this version like even though I haven't heard the 10 minute version of all too well I don't need a 10 minute all too well video just do the regular (laughs) song (laughs) I mean it could be really I'm sure it will be great but like I feel like we've got, and the thing is, it's not short now. Like I'm sure it's a good. No, it's five it's twelve minutes. minutes long now. Like <laughs> I just, I, I don't. I mean, and it may, maybe it's going to be amazing, and I'll be eating my words. But I feel like it was edited for a reason. I'm excited to hear what was all there, mm. but I don't think we needed a ten minute long video, right? Uh, I don't need it, but if it's there, I'll happily watch it. Of course, it I'll and watch be like, it. It's you know, like a director's cut of a movie. Yes. a lot of times you watch it and you're just like. I see why this is the director's cut. I see why there was a cut. Or sometimes you're just like, God damn it, why wasn't this the cut? I know. Um, But but you still watch it and you're still just like, I'm glad I'm watching this. And so the rumor is going around that Adele's single is the 15th and then the album would be, I believe, the 19th of November. Okay. So... Uh, the 15th of October for the single and the 19th of November for the album are the dates that I'm hearing floating about. And I would love that. I'm, I'm ready. It's I'm getting ready. cold. Well, not today. Today was so fucking hot. It was so hot. And I, I was in Atwater Village. Oh, that's Moving sucks. boxes. Oh, it sucks when you're not on the breezy west side oh anymore, God. doesn't it? Well, it's great to have fucking central air because as soon as it gets over like 81, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be an indoor day for me. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun out there, Matt, uh, Jackson, because I am going to be inside. And you know, Jackson's going to be like, maybe we don't need the air on to, you know, save uh, the money. And uh, everything. And imagine. No, if it's over 80 <laughs> degrees, <laughs> I'm putting on the air. <laughs> Period. All right. Well, Jackson, watch out. I mean, I, he's listening. I'm sure he has a lot to say on this, but, you know, he doesn't have a mic, so can't say him. <laughs> In more good news this week, the curse has been lifted after 13 years of being under the thumb of the red-faced alcoholic Jamie fucking Spears, Brittany is free-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I love free-ish. Jamie Spears has been suspended as the conservator of her estate after more than 13 years. This happened um, when Matt Rosengart, they had, I believe, uh, just a scheduled um, hearing, and Judge Penny heard both from uh, Jamie's gross uh, lawyer, Vivian, and Matthew Rosengart, our king. And he basically also cited that New York Times article I was telling you about, being like, hey... The only reason he wanted, they were, because Vivian and his team wanted to end the conservatorship outright, which would have uh, basically, they would not have to turn over the paperwork and be like, oh, this is how I, you know, use the funds that were given to me. It's just like, oh, it's over. We don't have to talk about this anymore. Mm-hmm. And Matthew was like, no, no, it should stay in place and he should be suspended so that he has to turn over all, all of that, that paperwork. Information. And Judge Penny went with Matthew. Oh, Penny. I know, you queen. Oh. I was so excited. I just can't believe that he is not in charge of her. And in a month, she will have all of her freedom. If all goes according to plan, which it seems like we're all headed in that direction. Yeah. Since Jamie had filed a petition to end the conservatorship, Matthew is obviously wanting to end the conservatorship. 
But will all of the stuff he did like come out? I think I think it will. I think I mean we'll have to see. You know, ne- you never want to trust the judicial system that much, but I think there's going to be a lot there, and I cannot imagine him not getting, not at least going to trial. Oh, I could God. see him being prosecuted. Oh my God! Prom, like just because it's like what. If you really bugged this woman's room, mm-hmm. like if you really did that, and if you really forced her to have an IUD, you should be in jail. Mm-hmm. That that is illegal, whether she is your conservatee or not. So, I mean, my all eyes are on that. But for now, I am celebrating the win. And it's like also, it took him less than a hundred days from when he was like brought on to be her lawyer. And it's like the court appointed lawyer did so little in all of his 13 years of being with her. Yeah. that it's like, he was obviously in Jamie's pocket too. Yeah. It's just such a disgusting like situation that I were. It's just, so, it's just so amazing how quickly like the balls have been rolling. Yes. Like lately. it's amazing. It's, it's just unbelievable. And it's like, why did it take so long? Because she could never pick her own lawyer. Because Britney knew she was like this. He's not a real lawyer. He's not really here for me. Mm-hmm. And as because she did, she was like, honestly, I didn't know I could petition to end this. Mm. And like, then what was your fucking lawyer telling you? Yeah. So just, I'm so excited for her. I'm excited for Matthew Rosengard and excited that he's doing the right thing. I still haven't watched uh, the documentaries. I will probably do so when things calm down a bit. Um, but uh, especially the Hulu one, I want to see what that is all about. But I'm going to keep an eye on Jamie Spears and hope that. Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, I think it's great, obviously, that this is ending. But, like, people who did, the people who did this to her should be punished. And Brittany agrees. We heard that fucking testimony. Oh, yeah. She agrees. Yeah. Um, This is weird. Did you see that Shakira was attacked by wild boars? I'm seeing it now <laughs> on your iPad. I mean, I, I think everybody's okay. She was in the park with her eight-year-old son when a couple of boars came up to them and stole her bag. They're fine. Oh, I saw something about Shakira's bag being stolen by an animal. Yes. I remember okay. that. That's a very specific story. Uh, her bag is dirty and torn, but you got it back. Uh, wild boars and feral hog, hogs are an invasive species with an increasing presence in Europe and the Americas and probably ever uh, rehabitable continent. They're wily, they're aggressive, and spread disease um, associated with rural areas, but they've been moving into cities, so everyone watch out for Moving into cities? I guess so! Oh, God. I know. Well, I mean, if they're heading anywhere first, they're heading to Atwater Village Why? first. Because you're closer to the east, uh-huh. and I feel like the boars, like... There's less in the eastern part of California. Okay. So I figured they would come from the east. Well, I don't even know if they are in the east of California, <laughs> but they would come from the east to I mean, I to guess if, I guess if the argument is they're coming from land and not from water, then yes, yeah. that is probably true. Yeah. I don't want to get attacked by a boar. Well, then, uh, I mean, hey, you made your bed. Go lion, <laughs> girl. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad that everybody's okay there. See that 2022 Super Bowl time uh, halftime show performers were announced? Oh, everyone, yes. Everybody's involved. Everyone's involved. Um, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. I love Mary. Jay Blige very much. I think from what I've seen as a performer, Kendrick Lamar is unbelievably talented. Oh, yeah. Could he not have done it himself? And have have we not moved beyond the need for Eminem? <laughs> like, well, my thing is, it's like all of these people are so big individually. Right. Why couldn't one of them? And like, I have nothing bad to say about any of them individually, but like, why? You don't have anything bad to say about Eminem? I've, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't care enough oh, that's fair you know I, I don't follow him enough yeah um i mean i i do know he 
Mm. He says faggot a lot. He does. <laughs> Are they going to bleep that out on but the do, show? Does he still? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I okay. Think. <laughs> well, we can you know cut him out of the yeah, halftime yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. We can edit him out in post. Yeah. Um. But. I, I was just like, all these people are so famous individually. Why not just have one of them do it? But I mean, hey, everyone loves a star-studded, you know, it's moment. True. It reminds me of when Janet did the Super Bowl, actually. I feel like there were a bunch of performers with her. Like, I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, I feel like um, P. Diddy was there and performed, or Nelly was there and performed. I remember that Aerosmith halftime show where NSYNC and Britney came out. They used to do, instead of it being like one artist and or one featured artist along with them, they would do mashups of people like this. But like you said, it's not like these are like, oh, this is everybody in today's top hits on Spotify. These are all major artists with giant catalogs. Why could not one of them just do yeah, that? Yeah, like featuring someone else. I don't yeah. know. Um, that's very interesting. Like, will they perform together? I don't think so. I mean, maybe at the end they'll do like a song they all can sing along with. But I got a feeling I don't imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the only song that could pop in my head that we'll all sing this together. I I can't imagine they would do it. But okay, I mean, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I I still never seen the weekend's halftime show. That's okay. But I've seen the um, I've seen the Shakira J Lo one. Yeah, and that was like, oh damn, that was big. (laughs) Like y'all, that was a collab. They did a great. I don't foresee. Them collabing mm. in that same similar way, right? I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, I could see like some of those songs that um, Rihanna sings the hooks on for Eminem and stuff, like Mary J doing those hooks for like uh, "Love the Way You Lie" or whatever. Okay, so that's a way I could see like little overlaps like that. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they would really collab the whole way through. So I guess we'll see. Who knows? It could blow us away. It could. Um, Eminem shouldn't be there, anyways. Uh, <laughs> And sad news for me, the queen of evolution on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Portia Williams, has announced that she is leaving the show after 10 seasons. And, you know, I selfishly, of course, if you listened a few months back, it came out that she was basically marrying uh, a cast member's husband Mm -hmm. (laughs) from last season. And so I did always think this was possibly on the table because she didn't really want to be in the line of fire while this all is happening. So I get that. But as far as Housewives go, she started out like her grandfather is Hosea Williams, who was a civil rights leader. And there's a very early clip of her, unfortunately. She was kind of like a ditzy wife. Oh, is she the one who didn't know what the Underground Railroad was? She thought it was a real... She thought it was a choo-choo. Real choo-choo train. Yes. I just watched that clip the other day and I was like, ooh, Portia. It's hard to watch. But by the end of it, she is like sacrificing herself uh, for Black Lives Matter and getting arrested on behalf of, you know, people who, black people who have died at the hands of police. And so she's really had a beautiful, amazing journey. She's an incredible mom. She's so smart and funny on that show. She just is so quick witted. And also, she's gotten to a point where Kenya, who is her main adversary on the show, and who she physically fought at a reunion once. Yeah, okay, her, her, her physical adversary. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but by the end of the series, uh, Kenya is trying to call her out for sleeping with a stripper and all of this stuff and like really making so many accusatory attacks on her and it's just rolling right off Portia's back. It's like, you have been to therapy. This is not riling you up half as much as it would have. <laughs> you, you have been that, which to therapy. is my favorite kind of housewife and maybe person. Someone that I'm like, I know you've been to therapy. You better work. Good for you. Good for you. Take charge of your life. Good for you. You look happy and healthy. Hey, it's true. I mean, this is unrelated, but that song just makes me think of 
the Kelly Clarkson cover of Happier Than Ever, I can't stop playing. Oh, no, of course. I yeah. cannot stop As playing it. Yeah. And put, that it, put, song put it on the next point. album, Kelly. Honestly, I need the full. I need to hear every fuck that you say to Brandon Blackstock. I need it. Yeah, brilliant. Anyways, I'm sad about Portia. She'll be missed. I also feel a little bad for Cynthia, who also announced her departure after like 12 years on the show. But it was kind of Cynthia's time, and so everyone's like, "Oh, <laughs> Portia, no!" <laughs> wow. But it's amazing that Cynthia came on in her debut season, I think season three of Atlanta, and in her final season in season 13, and her storyline in both of those. She was getting married to different people. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> so um, they both will be missed. There's a big shakeup happening at Atlanta because last season wasn't great besides the whole um, Bolo stripper gate moment, which was amazing. But outside of that, it wasn't so good. So I think it'll be good to shake up the show. But Portia will be very, very missed. We'll miss you, Portia. Lastly, and this isn't even news, <laughs> but I just know I just saw someone shout out that today is Gwen Stefani's birthday. She's a 52. I did not know that. She looks so good. She looks phenomenal. Unbelievable. So happy birthday, Gwen Stefani, yes. and congratulations. Congra- happy birthday and congratulations to you and Blake Shelton, who I'm sure is very happy. Since oh, yeah. They're since you married are so hot. now? Are they married? I don't know. Officially now? I think they're engaged, if, who not, knows? if nothing else. Um, but she looked great. <laughs> That's all I have to Literally, say. that is... Literally, the, she looks great. <laughs> that is the news for idiots. Guys, yep. Gwen Stefani looks, looks great. Looks great. Looks great. Yeah. I mean, is there more news that I missed? Please tell me. Well, I just want to say congratulations to all of our viewers for f- putting up with me through another Big Brother season. <laughs> For a whole 85 oh, yes. plus How days. How did you feel about the finale and the end of the season? The finale was very fine. Mm. I was, it was a little like ho-hum. Everything happened yeah. that you expected to happen. Yeah. The, and it was kind of frustrating because the jury like reads their questions to the how the final two, which yeah. was Xavier and Derek Frazier. Um, and you could tell that those questions were kind of like written for them. Like oh. they weren't personal questions that they came up with themselves. Yeah. It felt like, um, you know, I wanted to see a little more fireworks, but you know, Xavier made history, became the first black winner of Big Brother, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and he absolutely deserved that win. He won unit by a unanimous vote. Yeah. Um, as he should have. He played an amazing game. Tiffany, our queen, won America's favorite player, I saw that. which was so exciting, and she absolutely deserved it. And it is just so much fun to see the house guests go back out into the world. Wow. Have you like seen any of this? No, stuff? I mean, I see Kylan, you like a tweet of his or something. And I saw that on the two game. Oh yeah. Or, because now he's sort of like, they leave that a lot of the house guests do this. They like leave the house and embrace the thing that they're like made for fun of right. like on the show. So this cast has been very good at like playing along and like, that's nice being self deprecating and joking about, you know, their scandals that aren't really scandals, but whatever. Um, but so essentially Todrick kidnapped all of them and a bunch of them are now living in his house Wait, and have what? been living in Todrick Hall. Todrick Hall. Oh, yes. So they've all been like partying with Todrick the past Why? week because he's just like a fan of the show. Todrick, I guess, is a fan of the show. A big fan of the cookout, um, which is like, you know, the best alliance in Big Brother history now. Wait, and is it just the cookout partying with them? No, 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 no. Okay. It's like all the cast members, but like gradually, like one by one, they're all flying back home mm. and to be with their families and everything, but a bunch of them are still there. And there's a rumor that he's leaving and a couple of them are like house sitting for him. And this it's is very weird. It's very weird. Like all the videos of them are they, them just like in his giant house filled with Disney VHSs. Um, <laughs> just 
living together again and mm. it's like aren't you people sick of each other you've know, lived you in think. isolation with each other for almost 100 days um but like this cast is so likable and fun that it's a joy to watch all of right. them they seem to all still be getting along which is wonderful right um but it's kind of like todrick are you is this like your audition for Celebrity Big Brother? Like, do you want to be on Celebrity Big Brother? I mean, maybe. And that's why you know, you're like, I want to, I want to be friends with all these cast members and and like post a bunch of Big Brother content, right? And everything. Well, I mean, it's that, or maybe he wants to, uh, you know, have him in his next um, gay Mean Girls parody video or something. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, that would be the most random crossover. You never know. Ever, I'd watch. It. <laughs> You'd watch. You'd I'd watch, watch every that second. Show. Yeah, it's. It's always so fun because these are people you've like watched yeah. for almost 100 days. And so you feel like you really got to know them. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're actually real people. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. Uh, all right. Well, I guess let's take a quick break and then soon we'll be back with more 2K Mets. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's to true. The final email my heart in this bedroom. In yes. The West Wing. Yes. Of <laughs> the 2K Mets household. Yeah. So this question, oh, sorry, you can be a part of email my heart. <laughs> the disclaimer first, you can yes. be a part of email my heart. If you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelt T-W-O. First question comes to us from Bradley Cooper. Just, oh. Just kidding. <laughs> a different Bradley. Uh, K-pop deep dive. Mm. He's going to yell at us for not listening I to know, K-pop. I know, I can feel it coming. Every like six months, we always get people just being like, why don't you listen to K-pop? I know. Two gay Mats. And we really should. We should. Hi, Mats. My name is Bradley, and this is my first time writing an email for the podcast, but I've been a subscriber of the channel ever since I discovered your If Our Boyfriends Were Mariah Carey albums video back in 2015. <laughs> we keep meaning to do a Madonna one of those. We do, but we you have to. to listen to all of her I know, and who has the time? <laughs> I had the time in 2018. You did. I did it. All right. I'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, recently, I was re-listening to your The Meaning of Mariah Carey Deep Dive podcast episode when I heard you guys touch on possibly doing a K-pop deep dive. As of right now, have you guys ever listened to any other K-pop songs after that or done a deep dive of your own? As a K-pop fan myself, I would like to give you some K-pop song recommendations, specifically songs that were released in the past year. I hope by listening to these songs, you may take an interest in diving a little bit deeper into K-pop because there's so much great music that the genre has to offer. You can check these songs on Spotify or Apple Music, but I also have given links to their music videos, and he sent us a bunch of music That's videos. That's very kind. Give um, us a couple. A couple. That he recommends. Um, S-T-A-Y-C? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of Stereotype. Yeah. W-J-S-N, A Natural. Okay. By Kuhn, Bambi, Hoshi, Spider. Okay. T-X-T minus zero <laughs> times one equals love song. Okay. I know I love you. I... Okay. Um, Everglow, la di da, twice alcohol free. F. Oh, alcohol free. I've heard. Okay. I feel like the only way I've heard these songs are probably through like the little TikTok that I go through because I will admit here I have a TikTok. Don't don't no shade. Sorry, Jackson. I have a TikTok crush. <laughs> oh. And he dances to K-pop songs, and so oh. those are some songs I've heard little pieces. Of. I want to see said TikTok. Yeah, he is crush. very cute. Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I so some of those songs are familiar to me, like Alcohol Free, and I believe the Stacy Girls or whatever. I, he does that. Oh, Stacy. Yeah, I think that's what they are. <laughs> I was like S T A Y C. I think yeah. I feel like there are. Uh, I've heard clips of those. Okay, yes. I listen. I watched 
most of these videos. Oh, wow, I was already. Like, oh, I mean, Bradley gave us homework, and That's I was kind. like, I'll do the homework for Bradley, but not all of it. I only, I, I would say I watched like seven. Okay. Um, and I would say the ones that I liked the most were uh, TXT minus <laughs> <laughs> whatever that song, love song, I Know I Love You, really yeah. like it, and uh, La Di Da by Everglow. Oh, all right. I have to say those were my favorites, Bradley, and we literally say it all the time. We have to do like a video or something where we're just like, we're reacting to a couple K-pop we songs must. and everything. We must. We people can do would that. love that. People would like it. And we should expand our knowledge. Yeah. Because it's such a huge genre. Mm-hmm. Can't be left behind. And It'll it's, show our age. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, it's pop songs that we love, like, the I nice know. major, yes. like, energetic. Melodic ones. Melodic pop songs. Yes. And I mean, I remember watching the BTS performance on the Grammys this year, and it was like, fuck, you're good. Oh, my God. That Amazing. performance was yeah. So good. The cinematography just, alone. Yes. And the choreography, of course. Like the polish that they the have polish. is just exactly what you want in a, a pop star. For sure. Pop star and pop song. Yes. I mean, we don't know what all the words are. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I we will one day. Yes. We will, we will, we, we will. will. We promise. That is our goal. Next email comes to us from our old roommate, Brian. Oh, hi, Brian. So uh, we lived with Brian many moons ago. Yes. He's in a Two Gay Mats episode from, you know, back in 2013. Brian says, Matt and Matt, congratulations on living. Uh, sorry. Congratulations on completing eight iconic years of living together. Watching your successes together and as individuals has been a true joy in my life. Aww. Having been there at the very beginning, what I would like the listeners of your pod to know is that the talent and ambition of these two gentlemen oh is only gosh. surpassed by their impressive work ethic and the exceptional content of the character. Oh, Brian. It's very kind. <laughs> I am truly, truly, truly sorry I made you come to my graduate school graduate ceremony. That was fine. That, that is a punishment you did not deserve to <laughs> and suffer. And we all got a cute pic there Oh together. my god, we got such a cute pic. I had a good time. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun. Yeah. I appreciate that you did though. Brian, anytime. Next time you graduate something, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, thanks for the con- continued weekly laughs and insights and best of luck on your new roommate journeys. No matter what you do, I will always be rooting for you. Oh. Brian, is the best. Yes, and He's we root so for him. Sweet. Hello. We're, so we have to hang out again, like all of us. Yeah. We we gotta. He I used mean, to have like yearly Christmas parties we would go to and stuff. Yeah. Pre COVID. Brian is another Christmas party happening. Hopefully. Yeah, because I need to take part in. I don't think I was able to take part in the past two like white elephants. Oh really? Yeah, because one I had to like leave early, and another one I had to leave early. <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh, I know that they get very like heated. Yes, and they intense. do get heated. When I People remember, want what they want. I remember one time you got a thing of candles yeah. and you really wanted them, but I took them away from you because I was like, I'm afraid someone will take these away from Matt Palmer. Mm, so I took the candles myself because I went later in the game and I got you those. I saved those candles. That's very for nice you. of you. Thank you so much. Anytime. Matt what a Palmer. great roommate you've been. Thank you. <laughs> so, and Brian was a great roommate. He was. So Brian and Blind. Yes. Living happily together in yes. their own house. Married. married. Real adults. All, they're the real adults here. True. <laughs> yeah. You're, so. you're edging up closer. <laughs> to marriage, yes, I guess I am now closer well, to marriage than I was back then. <laughs> well, hey, if it comes to that, I know a minister. <laughs> 
All right. This is all. It's all going to be live streamed. It's going to happen in this bedroom we're sitting in right now. It's perfect. Amazing. <laughs> all right, Matt. Still have a question for you. Yes. What has been giving you moments, darling? Okay, so I have a couple things. Okay. First one is a movie I saw two days ago. Uh, I remember I talked about this on the podcast. Uh, the winner of the Palm Door at the Cannes Film Festival mm. was a movie called Titan. Okay. I remember it was like announced. Spike Lee accidentally announced it early. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. So I saw it with my friend Oscar. Uh, like two days ago and it is one of the most wild movies I've ever seen really it is a French movie and it is about a uh, a young lady she I believe is in her mid-20s maybe late mm. 20s and she is a serial killer and she is also sexually attracted to cars oh and so she has sex with a car and gets pregnant what <laughs> <laughs> and then she um to hide her serial killer ness this is all spoiler alerts guys oh to hide her serial killer ness she like shaves her head punches herself in the nose and uh pretends to be a boy who has been missing for 10 years and what? lives with his father uh, yeah what and she's pregnant with a car baby and guys I was never bored. <laughs> like I did. I know exactly what was happening or what it all meant at all times. No, a like lot no. of interesting things about gender and everything and, and all that stuff. And I could do a deep dive into that, of course. Mm. But at the end of the day, I was not bored. I was entertained I mean, as fuck. It's very graphic. Some, the murders are a little hard to watch I sometimes, say. Uh, but I don't know if you're into that sort of thing. You will not be bored. And how, where did you watch it in a theater? I saw it in a movie theater. Okay. Yeah. Is it streaming as well? Uh, it is not streaming, okay. I don't think. Yeah, so really like daring filmmaking, I must say. So mm. I I am not shocked that it won the Palme d'Or and everything. Mm. Um, so I was very impressed and I enjoyed it very much. Um, another thing is off-brand for me. Oh. It is show. Oh my gosh. Who are you? Well, see, this one was forced upon me. They all are. They all are. All TV that I watch is, has been forced upon me. Mm. Uh, my friend Cecilia stayed with us uh, two weeks ago or a yes. week and a half ago, whenever, and she was like, oh, I need to watch this show as homework for a certain thing. Uh, a show called Physical that is on Apple TV, yeah. and it is starring Rose Byrne, and it is about a woman who starts her own, like, um, aerobics empire yeah. like video aerobics empire um and you go into it thinking like okay here's this woman who is uh it's gonna show her rise into the spotlight and into fame and into fortune with this aerobics empire that she has but it's actually so much more than that mm. it's about this woman who her husband is this aspiring politician but she is and she she's navigating that but she's also the through line throughout everything is she's navigating this insane eating disorder oh, that no. she has she's like insanely bulimic and will mm. just like when she gets stressed out will just go to McDonald's or whatever order like five cheeseburgers and rent a hotel room and like eat it all naked on her bed and everything and is it sad? That sounds sad. I mean, it's like sad but fun. Okay, <laughs> it's like the ton. It's like crazy and scary and disturbing, but like yeah. fun. Okay. And so, uh, and I mean, Cecilia. We only watched like three episodes, and then Cecilia had to leave, and yeah. I was just like, "Well, I have to watch the rest." And so, I haven't finished the season yet, but I'm watching the rest, and it's it's just amazing to watch this woman navigate um, everything with this eating disorder. Mm. Is like. And it show, just shows that 
things like networking for these political events. Everything revolves around food and revolves around like judging other people for their appearance and everything. Mm. So it all really ties together so beautifully and it's so interesting. And she has this like voiceover narrative that she does where she's watching other people eat and she's just like fucking pig. She's disgusting. Yeah. She's like, it's really amazing. And, I think everyone can unanimously agree that Rose Byrne is amazing in oh, everything she does. Come on, just so effortlessly, she's great. brilliant. She just brilliant. steal, and you'd never expect her to steal the the spotlight. Right. I mean, with this, she's the star, so she is the spotlight. But in everything else she's in, she's like a supporting character, and you're always like, oh, she's you know just a, a pretty gal and everything. But she's like, oh no, she is the best one yeah, here. Yeah, she's great. She is so phenomenal and she's she's excellent in this show and I really recommend it. I, right. I haven't finished the season yet but I am... I will do so before you take your TV away. Okay. <laughs> you have several days. Well, okay. a few days. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, for me, things that are giving me moments include... I also have a bit of a, a smorgasbord of things that I can discuss. Um, Love on the Spectrum is back for season two. Oh, damn. It's back? It is back. And I just think... That show is so charming and winning. The participants on this show are uh, the main people you're following, at least, are on the spectrum, obviously, hence the name. Um, And they're just so focused and interested in looking for love and like moving out of their parents' house and finding a partner. And so you see these people um, going on dates, sometimes with people that are uh, neurotypical and sometimes with people that also are on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And it just... It's so lovely because it's so real and they're so vocal and verbal and honest about what they want. And even on the dates, like they're very much like, do you like me? Like after every date, this one guy is just like, well, I just wanted to check in with you. Do you like me? And the girl's like, yeah. And he, she, he's like in a romantic way. And it's like all of the games that, you know, in dating, we all have played and play and do all that. It's like that all goes out the window. And the honesty and like the truth and the base of it all is like the thing that we would want to say. We want to do. And should kind of. should honestly. It would save us so much. Yes. My, um, this is such a tangent, but our <laughs> friend, he said that when he was was younger he had this tactic when he would go on a date Mm. like he would be like in the first half hour of the date he would be like are we gonna fool around later like just immediately and he and he'd be like it's fine if we're not but like i just like are is it gonna happen and he's like and sometimes the guys would be like well yeah or sometimes (laughs) they'd be like oh well no i i wasn't thinking that anything and he was just like okay great and then they would continue on wow. the date. And he was like, it just got rid of so much of the pressure. Right. <laughs> like, of just, like, of, of, to, is this going to happen? Yeah. Like, do I need to like pop a mint? Do I need to like <laughs> bring deodorant like in my backpack and put right. it on? Like, and he's just like, yeah, no, it was a, a brilliant way to just. Wow. And he's like, and I wouldn't be nervous the rest of the day. What friend is this? Are you telling me off mic? Oh, I'll tell you off okay, mic. Okay, okay. I want to know. Just, you, could you imagine just someone just being like, so are we going to fool around later? <laughs> I would be very shocked. And you'd be like, uh. Uh, I would be very shocked, yeah. but I recommend everyone get onto your Netflix, watch season two. It is as lovely as season one. Um, something else, I woke up a little early this morning, and for whatever reason, I've been even earlier than usual for me in a Christmassy mood. <laughs> oh, yes. I, October 1st, ladies and gentlemen, I heard it from my shower. Look. I was like, he is not playing Merry fucking Christmas. Look. 
we all have our things when we're packing and moving. It's like whatever I can use to calm myself down and put myself in a positive headspace, we're doing it. And I was reading about Kelly Clarkson, of course, because, you know, that's what one does. <laughs> and a, she had a Christmas special called Kelly's Cautionary Tale back in, like, I believe 2013, wrapped in Red Era. And I don't think I ever watched it. It was on NBC. It was before she had the voice. But it seemed like to be pointing in that direction. And I watched it this morning uh, just because. And I was like, man. She sounds so good. Mm. And like the little skits and vignettes are cute in the middle of it. Robin Williams is in it randomly at a point. Oh, wow. And it's like, oh, God. It just is like, I would recommend, it's on YouTube. If you just YouTube it, you'll be able to find it. Her voice is out of this world during this performance. She sings songs on Wrapped in Red that are obviously amazing. The title track's Wrapped in Red. I cannot say enough good things about I feel like I've discussed this in several pieces of content that are out there. But, man, she knocks out the park. And even songs on Wrapped in Red that aren't even my favorites, like Run Run Rudolph. It's like... But girl, you are singing. You hate that song. I do. And I was like, I love it. But she was singing. Oh my God. I just like cannot recommend enough this Christmas special because she sounds so incredible. The little vignettes in between are cute. And I rewatched the uh, Mariah Carey Merry Christmas to You special when she was super pregnant. <laughs> and I don't, there are no vignettes really, I don't think, in that one, at least not that I've seen. Um, but she also sounds great. Oh, she sounded, she sounded so, so good, good in that. Top, that Christmas album. That era. whole era was like the live performances were like, yes. Was like, yes, girl. Yes. yes. And she is so pregnant. She's and huge. You, you, can tell she, you can tell she's just like, God damn I it. I know. You can tell she's furious. <laughs> you can tell she is so mad she's that like, she is on television and she's like, not what she'd want to look she's like. She's like, oh, but we got to be festive. We got to be festive. I have to say, that is one thing I'm going to miss about you, Matt Palmer, is just having Christmas. <laughs> The Christmas season forced upon me. You need it. Because it, the thing is, Christmas always feels so Christmassy, like when you're a child. Yes. Because you're in school and you're doing Christmas things yes. and, and all this stuff. And Christmas is all about you, essentially. Yes. Um, but then when you're an adult, it's you, you're kind of just like, oh, wait. It's Christmas. Oh wait, all it's Christmas. Sudden. I'm like, I gotta fly home like, and like see my family and stuff. But it's like not I remember like, the college years being like, oh wait, it's suddenly Christmas. Right. I didn't get that build up that starts like December first and everything. Yes. And that's also because I don't take the time myself to listen to Christmas music yeah. and to like get decorate. in the and to yeah. decorate and everything. But Matt Palmer does I that do. starting October first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So I do. So in living with Matt Palmer, it always just felt. The Christmas season always felt like and it was coming. this place looks very good with the Christmas stuff. It does. You and Daniel need to do something. I you mean, can't. he's all about Christmas. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It'd be very in keeping with, you know, his uh, life pursuits. Yes. To celebrate Christmas in a big way. We'll celebrate it. Yes. Oh. Can't believe it. Oh my gosh, our last West Wing two gay mats pod. Well, 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 well. well. What a journey it's, it's been. It's been such a journey. It's a, it feels like we're dying. I like, know. Like, like Brian wrote our eulogy. I know. For us. Hey, I'm fine with that. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. That, yeah, exactly. That's you know the whole point is you. I, the best part is to be able to listen to the eulogy and still be around. And yeah, I love that. That is true. It's cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it for the podcast this week. Um, wish me luck on the move. And Ooh, girl, good luck. Thank you. I know it's gonna be a month. Stress. You're, you're uh, gonna be attacked by boars out there. Oh, don't say it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. 